Weekly Banter. It's your host, Matt, and I am joined by Ben. How are you doing, Ben? Well, thanks, Matt. Um, my kids are both at home, though, so Ooh. it does create quite a quite a stressful working from home situation, but... Yeah, apart from that, apart from all good. I went to a went to a nice wedding on Friday. Okay. So playing heads the worst. Yeah, I was going to say, has James invented any new golf clubs from last episode? Besides the ultimate sandwich. He's been off golf. I asked if he wanted to play golf the other day. <laughs> no, um, he um, he doesn't. He so he's got a set of golf clubs now, which my oh daughter. nice. But he, but he only wants to hit his driver. Oh, I was like, no, come James, let's chip around the garden. Driver! <laughs> just, just wants to smash it down the beach. Yeah, and like the driver is the one club that's like too big for me. Oh, fuck off, there's a frog in the background. I, can I, don't, hear it. I don't even know how to get rid of it. <laughs> I heard it growling. Yeah, I don't know, hope it gets scared. Good luck. So what, the driver's too long for you, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So, so like they clubs for like five year olds, but like the wedge is fine. It's like mm. probably the size of like a, I don't know, like a long iron on him. Yeah. But the driver is like too big, and, but he only likes to hit the driver. So um, I, I must. Do. I must find you. There's a guy on TikTok. I think his name's Snappy Gilmore or something, who basically happy old school Happy Gilmore Gilmore's it, but only with one hand. Oh, I've seen it. He sort of whips it around his head. Yeah, like whips it around and just like smashes it with like one hand. Yeah, like like it's super impressive. Like I don't quite know how he does it. Yeah, because I mean, I checked like, them. Like he's go, also just fuck off coordinated, yeah. Because those things go like 300 meters. I checked there's one video where him, like he's act, like not just on a driving range because like I think 90% of the shit I've seen of his is on a driving range. Like there's one where he's actually on a course doing that shit, like for nine holes. Getting the it's a lot easier. Well, a lot, no, but off a tee. Yeah, you've got to drive because off the then tee you. Like that. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe playing other shots like that would be difficult. Maybe I'll try next time. Good next luck. time I'm at the range. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. Um. Yeah. I will. I think most of everyone can must probably have worked out by now. Alex and Adam won't be joining us this evening, and. Yeah, so I may as well, we may as well dive right in. Um, some bad news first in South Africa. And that is that Eben Etzebeth has been stood down for three months by Toulon because he's now picked up three concussions in the calendar in the last 12 months. One of them being from the last international. So he should have gone off and he didn't. And yeah, so according to French protocols, he needs to be, he's not allowed to do any rugby for three months. So him and Rassi are essentially on the break, on the same break. Yeah, it seems like quite a, well, but what is it? Is it three, three concussions in what, your career? No, it looks like it's three concussions in the last 12 months. Um, stood down and compliance suffered. Yeah, suffered his third concussion in a year. So that's a lot, okay. actually. That's a shitload. Like, yeah, that, that's actually a lot of... Because I remember something at school. I think if you got like five concussions, you weren't allowed to play anymore or something like that. Yeah, then you're done. Because as far as I understand, like, the more you rattle it, the more easily it is to get rattled the next time again. The more you've been concussed, the easier it is to become concussed, yeah. Yeah, anyway, uh, so it's a bit of shit news. Oh, that, that, that. No, no, I don't, I don't mind that because he doesn't miss any Springbok games. Yeah, with that. yeah, he just fucks over his French and, flag. And, yeah, and he's had a pretty long season, so I wouldn't mind him, you know, I know, eating wild boar and getting physio for three months. Like, I think that'll probably do Evan some good. Yeah, I think that's most probably the best, best case scenario for Evan. Yeah, hopefully, there's no long-term effects from the concussions either. Yeah, he didn't. I'm guessing it was from that um, that army took to the head. Yeah, I'm assuming it's that one as well. And I mean, I would have. I don't know why he didn't go for an HIA, to be honest. This this, this is my sort of um, argument. 
that if oh, but I guess the guy didn't get sent off. No, but, but basically, if, if someone gets if someone gets sent off for head contact, the guy who got hit needs to go for an HIA. Yeah, I think even if it's even if he doesn't get sent off, if it gets reviewed and you can actually see that there was contact with the head, oh, they should like oh, if it gets reviewed and then sort of mitigated down. Yeah. Yeah, even though it got mitigated down, that's that's for the attacking player, not the receiving player. The receiving player should still go off. Yeah, no, it seems a bit, it seems a bit, but they, they did do that for a while, but now they seem to have stopped doing it, so. Yeah, but anyway, um, some good news out of SA, though, is that our Sevens smashed it for what is officially their eighth trophy from Dubai this weekend, and their fourth in five years. I think it's the eighth time they've won in Dubai. Yeah, it's the eighth time they've won in Dubai, and it's the fourth time in five years that they've also won in Dubai. Um, but also they they've gone unbeaten for like eighteen games, which yeah. I think's almost unheard of in sevens. Yeah, unbeaten in eighteen games, and also for most most of the two days they only had eleven fit players, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, like they played most of the tournament with only eleven the, guys. So the like, sevens world tour isn't. Oh, I've lost you there, Ben. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm struggling to... I've, my connectivity isn't great with you. I hope this sounds all right. Yeah, I, I hope they can still hear you. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. So, sorry, what were you saying about the Sevens World Tour? Yeah, it's obviously... It's a bit diluted at the moment because... I don't think New Zealand are there. Australia isn't there. Fiji isn't there. No, I think Australia's there. Not the sort of the four... The, well, that doesn't really add much in sevens, to be honest. Yeah. I know New Zealand and Fiji aren't there, and they're sort of the the two big teams. Well, two of the, I guess South Africa's a big team as well. Um, yeah. Fucking frog. God. Sorry if you can hear a frog, guys. <laughs> Where's the dog? Go kill the frog. Sorry, I'm going to go try to scare this frog. Okay, no, that's fine. I'll vamp. As, as I stood up, it stopped. It, like, it's... It knows, it knows. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, good on. You know, and Sevens is also like, you, no matter who you're playing, to win 18 in a row is really impressive in Sevens because, you know, like, honestly, the, those games turn on the smallest kind of things. Like, yeah. you know, if you miss a chance to score, like an intercept, something like that, that because they're just so short. So the results so um you know, you see so many upsets in sevens just because, yeah, you know, I, basically anything can happen. I think, yeah, this, this week. in a row. It's really impressive. No, it's definitely. Um, someone, you know, as people who are rugby podcasters should know this, but I don't. But this whole Great Britain thing. Yeah. Is that the, is that the new, why are they Great Britain now and not England, Ireland? I th- so it's I think it's a holdover from the Olympics. So they didn't they sort of unprofessionalized their as far as I remember from Olympics. I'm speaking under under correction. They essentially unprofessionalized their sevens teams across those three. So across the Great British teams, I know England I think was one of the first ones. They just basically stopped supporting the professional side of those teams. And basically, the, the only way they could like essentially get enough money together was to pool all four teams together. Okay, and now this is that's pretty pathetic from England, eh? Yeah. Jen, because they could have quite a heat seven side uh, actually. The new they play sevens together. Hmm. Oh, it makes sense because like England were pretty good at sevens, and Scotland weren't bad. Yeah. Ireland were weirdly bad at sevens. But I think and Ireland, Wales, I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't remember Welsh sevens. Yeah, I think Ireland just sucks at any sort of international tournament level. Yeah, well, that, that, that's the problem, because sevens is just basically finals and quarterfinals the yeah. whole time. Like, no yeah. one Ireland's like that. The second Ireland hears the, the phrase pool or group stage, they're like, fuck, what do we do after this? Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, had I been a better 
post and arrange this correctly, I would have lumped this next article, this next piece of news, next to the Eben Etzebeth HIA news, and that is that Valentini has been slapped with a three-match ban for his high tackle on Adam Beard. And apparently, Adam Beard required twenty stitches on his eyebrow from the t from the hit. Yeah, so apparently they say one of the members of the committee actually wanted Valentini to get the entire 10-week ban. For fuck's sake. No, it wasn't a... Yeah, it wasn't, a, it wasn't intentional. Maybe. But yeah. But then, but then if they settled on three weeks, what did the other two want? Like, no ban? Yeah, fuck. I, like, I, I don't know. It doesn't say. It just says one, one member pushing for 10, 10 weeks. So I just love the idea that... Well, yeah, well, it kind of is... It's, it... Oh. Sorry, Matt. I'm... It's okay. I'm, you just dropping in and out. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. I hope this is recorded properly. It's going to be a bitch to listen to. I mean, it is going to... It's recording, but yeah, when, if I think when you drop out, it's on my side, there are blanks, but it's fine. Do you drop out? So uh, it shouldn't pick up when I drop out on my side because obviously I'm just I just keep talking on my side. Yeah, so you just gotta keep talking, man. Yeah, I've just gotta. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it ever does it cut when I'm speaking. Um, once or twice it has cut on me. Ah shit. Okay, so this could be interesting to listen to. Yeah. Oh well. It's okay. Our our fan will. Yeah, the fan will forgive us. Yeah. Sorry, and. Yeah, no shit. He'll obviously tell us in the WhatsApp group later. What's that, what we say again and be a concussion. Yeah. Yeah. It it does sort of imply that the other two were almost saying no ban then. Mm. If the if the compromise was three weeks and someone wanted ten weeks, so. Yeah, like then, because apparently Valentini accepted the red card, so like he admitted guilt to the red. Yeah, that normally helps, and then, yeah. uh, and then he uh, does he have a clean record? I think he's got a red before in Super Rugby. I was gonna say I think he's got a Super Rugby. I don't think he's got an international red. Uh, so. Does that actually count? I was gonna say I think you don't yeah, necessarily yeah. count your your domestic record. I think they only count your internationals record. Okay. But even then, I think your yellows at international level. I think your yellows do count because obviously. I mean, who we've only got old Watts' face with like three red cards, and he's the most red carded international ever. Um, fuck, what's his name? The the Puma, Argentina. Lavanini. La, La yeah, Lavanini. So I mean, for your previous reds to count against you, I mean, they're few and far yeah, between. Yeah, but he actually, he's like, he's becoming a bit of a, he's becoming a bit of like a meme. No, definitely. I mean, it's the the only two certainties in rugby. It's, Welsh's def Welsh's opposition getting a red and Lavanini getting a red. Yeah, like the, the Argentina playing Wales, it's it's written in the stars. Fuck, you know what? Argentina versus Wales. Ironically, Valentini doesn't get the uh, Lavanini doesn't get the red. It's like some other cat, like they're ten or something, like just goes off for for the red. Yeah. Oh. Well. I wonder if they're going to institute that 20-minute red thing. This because obviously the reds have had a big impact on games this year. Yeah, especially now because what yeah you know, like Wales went on like a six-game streak with red cards in their favour. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's all fairness. Most of them were red cards. Like, no, no, that's the thing. Like all fairness to yeah, all fairness to Wales. Like they, they've been on the, the shit end of like bad play like i mean wales should feel aggrieved that other teams keep infringing at a red card level against them yeah and, and injuring adam beard mm. yeah no definitely um but yeah no fuck i would worry if i was wales like i mean your personal vendetta seems to have leaked out into opposition teams as a sort of how they approach wales I don't know. I also think the Welsh kind of complain and 
<laughs> like yeah, and I also think maybe the Welsh, the Welsh like cameraman and broadcasting, will just like play something on the big screen until the refs just like, oh fuck, now I have to review this. Like, uh, so, so so you're saying it's all a conspiracy down to down on the. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying Wales doesn't get red card offences against them. I'm saying the whale, the Welsh whiny nature, highlight. Wales. Fair, I hear you. It makes sense, and I'm glad you managed to pivot sympathy for Wales into complaining about how shit Wales is. So, I mean, classic Ben. Yeah, gotta work. Yeah, um, I think before we tackle the big news of COVID, I think let's tackle the big news of last week that I think we missed because it came out classic Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever we did record. Well, no, it wasn't because we actually re- we recorded on Tuesday. Yeah, and like it came out like on Wednesday. I can't... New cycle, but this happened on Wednesdays. Yeah, and so, but I think, so and that's the eligibility laws that are changing, but so those have been talked to death. Everyone's got fucking dream teams and they're like, oh, these guys can play for this specific island team. And, yeah, and, I, I love it. It's like this dream team. It's like the average age of these Oaks is like 38. Calm down. Like. Yeah, and like, I mean, and okay, cool. These guys all play for that team. What what youngsters ever going to want to play for a Pacific Island team if they know their spot's just going to get robbed by? So no one's ever going yeah, well, to go it, to the Pacific kind of, Island. It's disincentivized. Yeah. Well, what what what's the point of playing for the specific islands where you can go play for fuck Italy or whatever, yeah. make your money, then you can still go. You can age thirty two once Italy are done with you. You can go back and get your ten caps or tong or whatever you want. Yeah, no, it's, I don't know, it's a bit. Yeah, I think long term it's cheapened it a bit, and it's and yeah, I know we keep saying Pacific Island, but that is pretty much who those three nations is. Oh. Oh, was there someone was saying that Michael Hooper, Michael Hooper could play for England? Hooper could play for England now. Yeah, and if he. Um... <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. And my favorite was the Australians. Like, no, that hypothetical is ridiculous. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna consider it. But that's what the laws are now. It's not even a hypothetical. It's... Well, also, also, people are saying like, mm, do you think Duan van der Merwe will come back and play for South Africa? It's like, no, you won't. There's no, no space probably... for him yet. Yeah, but it's 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 weird, like. I don't know, like, 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 I sort of, I sort of get it because rugby is probably the only sport, I guess, like athletics and shit like that, but only kind of team sport where the international game is the highest level. Yeah. Like, you know, so say like in football or whatever, like I'm sure Barcelona would beat Spain, for example. Oh, 100%. But yeah, I think yeah, or whatever. Man United would beat England, or maybe not. But um, like, so I I get the idea of, but I don't know. It's not like these guys missed out on careers or whatever because of this. Yeah. Well, no. this 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 is my thing. You can still have a career playing rugby. And play for Tonga, your yeah. entire career. Yeah. You know what? You know, what Tonga need is the ability to kind of fly Oaks home, which effectively means they just have to get there. Yeah. So this is, I think, one of the most important actual com- criticisms of this law is that it doesn't change anything if you can only assemble your international team three, four days before the fucking tournament, like even though you've got all these relics, you're pulling all these relics to come play for you, they've got fuck all prep time anyway. So what does it actually help adding yeah, but, but, some but natural also, talent? Also, I, I wonder though, because say, fuck, I don't know, Billy, Billy Vinopolo goes to play Fiji and um, Yeah, I think he's... Well, what is he? He's English. But, you know, so say, say, yeah. He goes and he goes from the English setup to say the Tongan setup. What do you think he's going to think of the nutrition, of the training facilities, of the coaching, of yeah, 
like these these oaks i think they like the idea of it but honestly i, I think two or three one tournament they're going to turn their noses up at it they'll probably all play in the world cup but if they're like oh come you know come do some uh, do end of year tour or whatever with us george or whatever these oaks are going to say fuck that yeah yeah like no come on man. no maybe maybe what they should do is sort of cap it say you're allowed sort of three previously capped internationals in your side yeah maybe um because but... i because i can see what's gonna happen they're all gonna come back for world cups and then they're just all gonna fuck off again yeah no definitely it's so all... they're not gonna they're not gonna help the, the situation no not at all and as i say it's gonna boost any sort of sort of desire that the youngsters have for playing in their team because why the fuck would you play for a team then every time you get your big shot at a world cup like eight has-beens like israel Folau all of a sudden isn't isn't considered to be the most hated homophobe and he's actually allowed backing international rugby yeah i think oh, your squidge is going to just start hating Tonga. um yeah but the thing is like i think Tonga is probably they seem a bit backwards god i've actually gone hard on Tonga tonight eh? yeah no, uh, playing red. yeah you're just like ah no it's that other team um yeah shit didn't Oh, fuck. There was an article about... I think I'll skip that one about the biggest threat to Moana Pacifica is... But it's funny enough, it's the same thing that we're discussing now, is that the biggest threat to Moana Pacifica and most probably Fiji and Drua as well similarly is the long-term grind of the Super Rugby se- upcoming Super Rugby season. Yeah, the players... Oh. <laughs> it, I guess they'll get, they'll get used to it. Yeah. But, but, yeah, like, it's, I don't know, like, I think that's what, you find your way to winning tournaments and doing well in tournaments. Like, you know, the odd sort of flashy plays, great or whatever, but, yeah. at the end of the day, it's you win tournaments like... through, yeah. through attrition, right? So, yeah. But, yeah, we'll see, I guess it'll be, a, so, it'll be an interesting So, on the eligibility, Fuck, I can't. Um, maybe I should drink more beer. Um, so, Falao Fakatava is the one case that I wanted to bring up. So, besides the law that we, you and I have been harping on the most now about being able to switch your nation, there, there's been another rule change, and that is the residency rule has pushed from three years to five years. And that has specifically fucked a particularly uncapped Falao Fakatava. Who the who the All Blacks are like? No, no, we were about to cap him, but now we can't because he's been pushed into having to wait. And they are now crying to World Rugby that World Rugby has to change the rule for and give him special dispensation, saying he qualified under the old rule. He would have been, he would have qualified. He should be able to be picked, you know, before the five-year rule. But that's not how it works. Then yeah. it's just a three-year rule. Yeah, so they like... they say, if, if one is currently qualified under the three-year rule is qualified, but everyone else has to wait for five yeah. years? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, just... So, um, yeah, so who's... But also, for, for Lafakatavi, he's not going to really feature until after the next World Cup, so he's fine. Yeah, so Nicole said, it's an easy fix, very easy. Literally just say that once you have qualified based on your residency, you maintain that qualification so long as you remain resident. So the thing is, he would have, he qualified, he, so he's actually in his fourth year. So he would have quali- he qualified last year under the three-year rule, but because he got injured, he didn't get capped, is what they're saying. You know, it's fun to, it's fun when you've got the, the gift of hindsight to say, oh, but we would have capped him had yeah, he not been injured. all this talk with like Duan van der Merwe and James Lowe and stuff that if they change this rule like these oaks have we've really kind of banked on it oh goodness yeah but yeah so that's I don't know all, all this residency is to me oh, I really don't like it but yeah as whatever like it as I suppose without, without Alex here but you yeah as as one of the one of the official half of the expats in our group yeah, so this is in yeah. the real house. 
Oh no. No, it's just oh, it's no. The thing is you you move to New Zealand or wherever. No, and you get all these opportunities. You get all these opportunities that come with it. Yeah. Now do you need that extra sort of push of playing for the All Blacks? But it is weird, Lloyd, like we always talk about. Do you think Scottish people are happy that Duan van der Merwe, Pierre Schoopman, Pinel all play for them? Because they, they should be about. I mean, you'd hope so, but I honestly, I don't know. Like, I don't, like, maybe someone like Duan van der Merwe, they sort of, accept and are jazzed about him being in the team because i mean he just smashed tries for them in the six nations he became a lion and that like he's at least like outshone like any other option that they could have locally had whereas i think skuman's maybe not necessarily that much better than any other scottish prop that they it's not as easy like ah he's so much better but, but, but doesn't it, wouldn't it make you feel shit, though, if you were just like, your nation is genetically whatever, genetically, work ethically, um, physically, whatever, inferior, in that you have to take another country's effectively off-cut, and they walk into your national team. Yeah. Because, I mean, fuck, Kebble went to Scotland, and he was like... He left the storm as at like as like their third choice uh, prop in that in that on that side. Yeah, but, but I mean like it's it's quite a common story. It does seem like these guys do play better overseas. I think there is a bit of a but, growth in coaching and all that, but yeah, but 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 I, I mean like guys like say like what's his name Josh Strauss. Yeah, he was you know he was sort of seventh eighth choice eighth man. But he was still a very good eighth man, yeah. But he he got into that Scottish side. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, maybe he's a he's like a. Um, I think he's a bad, bad example. You know, my my my, my best one is fucking Willie Hines. <laughs> there we go. No, but but I mean, like, don't, don't you if there are any English people listening, don't you feel shit oh, that yeah. Scottish people maybe not all, you, all the rugby all 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 the rugby schools all the rugby clubs all the rugby academies, all the rugby coaching, been able to produce one scrum half, choose one, like, 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 why are you happy about having, I guess, things? So I mean, really hard, but you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. Oh, I don't know. It depends. Like, some of their things, like some of the guys, like especially now when you the way you're talking, like with the English squad and that, like those guys, a lot of those guys have been there since academy days. Like they they are products of English rugby, so to speak. Like yes, they emigrated there or whatever, but like they've they've benefited more from that system than anything than any other one system to get to that point. Oh no, no. Yeah, it's a tricky one though, but yeah, like I think, I don't know, like I think your point stands more with teams like Scotland and Ireland actually, with James Lowe being a good example, because I don't think he's developed much as a player in under Bundy Ireland. Bundy Aki as well. Bundy, no, but I think Bundy Aki developed as a centre quite, quite, quite well in Ireland, like he wasn't as good a centre when he got to Ireland. Whereas I think James Lowe was as good a wing when he got to Ireland as he is right now. Yeah, uh, he might have. He might actually be worse now. He might. I mean, Ireland may have made him bad at being a wing. But yeah, so that's what I mean. So yeah. I feel like those two are good. Uh, so James Lowe might be a good example of yours, where like how bad are they that someone can come across, get worse at how he was, and still walk into your team? Yeah. Also, or, please tell or James Lowe can. Uh... I like the yeah. silence here. I like the silence on James Lowe can, and then it just went silent. So we'll just oh, assume that. So, sorry, could I? 
we can just assume. Well, no, what I'll say, what I'll say is that James Lowe can um, now we can go back and play for New Zealand because New because they haven't won a game in months. Um, so maybe they need James Lowe to return after three years and save them. Yeah, maybe that's just it. Um, I saw there was a comment by the New Zealanders saying, oh, no, it's okay. The trophy cabinet's still quite full. It's It's been a good year for us. Don't worry. I was like, the trophy cabinet? What do you mean the trophy cabinet's full? What the fuck did they win this year? Didn't they win the rugby championship? Maybe. did they? Yeah, I suppose they won the rugby championship. But I mean, like... They didn't win their tour, so they to speak. They won the, but they, they did actually win because they won. They won the rugby championship. They won Bledisloe. They, uh, won. they won. But Bledisloe doesn't count. I mean. No, no, no. Did, did, did they win that thing they play against us? The Mandela Cup or whatever it's called? I don't think they did because we had it last year, so we retained it. Yeah, I think. Or did they retain it from the year before? Fuck I God. can't remember. But yeah. I, I, think with, I think with trophies, you should have to defend a trophy like. You yeah. have to win it again. If it's a draw, it, it does, no one gets it. It goes away, and the winner next year gets it. There is no hold if there's a draw. Oh, you don't you don't carry it. Yeah, okay, that's that's fair. If there's okay. a draw, then if there's if there's a draw, then Australia gets to look after it for a year. Or well, third party gets to look after it, like Italy gets. It. Yeah, Italy gets the Mandela <laughs> Mandela Cup for a year. <laughs> And obviously the t- the nation that loses it has to pay for the courier fees to get it to Italy. So as the previous holder, you've got to then fork over the, the shipping costs. Yeah, oh no, no, you should have to like, have to like send your captain with it. Yeah. No, then he's got to, like a ceremony where he's wearing his slops indoors because you know that is always just one of the most irritating things I've seen. It's where the cats just like take photo shoots with like tackies or slops on instead of tugs. Yeah, but it's hard, eh? Like if you you've tried walking around like tile floors with boots on like Yeah, no, time. definitely. Um I mean I fucked up a lot of school and only I'm like that. Melanin. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. What? No, I'm just trying to remember the the whatever the floors are made out of. But I think with that, I think it's time for us to maybe discuss the big news, and that's the effect that Omicron COVID new strain has had on world rugby. So, so sorry, I, I was I was kind of out of it for Friday and Saturday. Why is it called? O- I don't know why it's called. I don't know where the name Omicron comes from because so also World Health Organization are calling it. The new, because they use the Greek alphabet. So according to the Greek alphabet, the letter then is new, N-U. So it's tech, so according to their classification, it, it is called the new var- variant. So, oh. but I don't know where they also now come on with the name Omicron. Because it, or Omicron, sorry, Omicron. Which sounds like the bad guy from like Robocop or Terminator. It, you, what? Oh, the frog got you. No, I'm not yet. Do you watch Futurama? Um, yeah, I do. Oh, yes. Because they're from like Omicron Pessy A8 or whatever. Yes, it's was the that one that reads the, that that uh, king and queen, and then the little babies that yeah. they turned out were that they were all eating. Yeah. So maybe that's where where it's from somewhere. It's possible. But anyway, um, so yeah, this new variant was identified by South Africa and classified by South African virologists because, you know, having to fight a constant TB and AIDS and various other infectious diseases, we're quite good at identifying strains and keeping tabs on them. So, I mean, we've got the systems in place, we've been using it for COVID and we were quite good at sort of pointing out that oh look we found this we've disc- or we've yeah basically be- been able to identify the strain and yeah massive knee jerk reaction was get the fuck from the EU and the UK was get the fuck out of you SA they've got a new variant which uh, yeah subsequently has popped up everywhere so 
it's not that it yeah. originated but, here. But it was, some reason he says still travel banned from everywhere. Yeah. Like, anyway, um, yeah. so the impact on rugby. Should we start with the Barbers game? In that the day before... Well, that wasn't the new variant. Yeah, that, no, as far as I can tell, it's not the new variant. But it is COVID-related. So, so what's it, like 90 minutes before the kickoff? They actually they cancelled the, the Barbarians men's barbarians game the women's barbarians game did continue and even though our springbok women lost i saw a couple of highlights here and there and i still think that they actually played a nice game and i think the women's barbarians team played very barbarian style and i think and i respect them for doing that because i feel like the men's team haven't been playing barbarians rugby in a long time Yeah, no, no, it's fair enough. Um, yeah, I, was, I, was, I watched a bit of the women's game. I was quite, um, I was quite impressed. It was all, yeah. it was relative. It was quite entertaining. It's a bit easier to follow. Yeah, it's you know there, there's a bit more kind of subtlety involved. But, yeah, like um, yeah, I must say I don't, I don't watch a lot of women's rugby. I quite like women's cricket. Weirdly, is it? Um, well, no, because I think men's cricket. I'd like, lost you. Women's use... cricket, you know, they have to hit it out. They have to hit it out the middle for it to go to six, for six. Okay, so. The... Yeah, and then the spinners can kind of throw it up a bit more because of that and stuff. So it actually creates a more interesting sort of cat and mouse. Nice. But yeah. So 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 what you're saying um, is, women's cricket is the thinking man's cricket. Women's cricket. Yeah, I feel it's more like what cricket was uh, the purest cricket not the t20 cricket become like a power game where like no no but even women's t20 because they got to like they bring the boundaries in a bit but still like you don't see you know you're not going to see like four sixes in an overall or whatever yeah um, can recommend some women's cricket to anyone who's interested in watching no uh, I'm glad something about so yeah um in the barbarian i do want to mention in the barbarians camp um there were six positive cases four players and two staff members of those four four players three wallabies players were reported are reportedly the positive are positive were tested positive which i mean out of that barbarian side makes sense there were 11 wallabies in that barbarian side anyway that there they had to be sick wallabies in that when the test came back but yeah, they haven't no. they haven't released the names. No, I don't think it helps to release the names, to be honest. But yeah. it would be nice for us. So, funny, funny enough, I just want to mention this is the second Barbarians game in a row at Twickenham that has been cancelled because of COVID and players, uh, specifically Barbarians players testing positive. Well, wasn't the last one, was it because they tested positive or was it because they broke the bio bubble? I think it's because they broke the bubble, and I think there was then because of that it was deemed unsafe. Yeah. But anyway, there's no, an, there is another article where I just want to read. So Dylan Hartley um, referred to this situation as beyond embarrassing, and Jonathan Davies called this an utter shambles and a disgrace. So the barbarian's boss, what's his name? Uh, Spencer, where's oh, where's his full name? It's up top here somewhere. Anyway, he's furious and is debating fi- John Spencer filing legal action against Dylan Hartley and <laughs> Davies for these comments. Well, it's defendable as they can't. Like, yeah, obviously, what, what they're going to do, they can't play with the when there's COVID in the camp. Yeah. And what's, what's, what's Dylan Hartley's plan? Yeah, that's the thing. So, like, especially the way they're referring to this, it's so easy for him to defend. Like, look, these are the bio bubbles. No one left the bio bubbles. It's not a shambles. Like, these are the records we had. Too bad. And Because no. I know the UK also has quite, quite a lot more strict sort of what they refer to as libel laws compared to our defamation laws so like you've got to be a lot more careful of what you say in the UK 
Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but like, obviously, fair comment kind of yeah, trumps is. everything. Fair yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Did Samoa play the week before? Um, yeah, I think they did. They played. Give me a sec. I can look it up quickly. I'm sure they played the week before. Okay, okay. No, I'm glad because I was just thinking it would be a bit dick if they were just like waiting around for that game and they got cancelled 90. Yeah. Sorry. Dog's, dog got up and wants attention. Um, I think they played. Uruguay, Italy. Oh, no. I don't see Sunday. Yeah, I know. Wales, Fiji. Fuck. I don't think Samoa played last week. Fuck. Fuck. That's shit for them, eh? Oh, Christ. Because I did see they came... Yeah, so they obviously came out to do the anthems and so forth. Because, yeah, shame. Yeah, that's pretty... Yeah. That was cool of them. But, yeah, fuck. Um, Maybe they could have played the Barbarians woman. Yeah, also, apparently, they still had... So the Barbarians still had 23 negative players. So, like, they still technically... Yeah, but I guess... Yeah, like, I'm I suppose... They had if, contact with the three. Yeah, or, like, for, if, like, of the of the four that got sick, if, like, all three are props, then what? Then you fuck 23 for your 23 anyway. Yeah, what if they could have done, like, a... An uncontested scrums or something, just, like, kind of throw a team Because I'm assuming... Yeah, I'm assuming that. I'm assuming they had to refund the tickets. Or um, to some extent. I don't know, it's because it's... Because I think they sold them as... You still got, you still got, the, you still got the women's game, I guess. Yeah, they sold them as double he- as double-header tickets. So maybe to a certain extent they will refund partially, but I don't know. No, I'm guessing in the terms and conditions. I think people have learned their lesson from COVID. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah fuck. Um, other, other COVID news. So what we were referring to and the travel bans and everyone getting upset with South Africa is what happened with the URC this weekend is that on Friday, sort of when the news broke, you know, there's that SA was red listed or whatever, Scarlet and who was it? Scarlet and Cardiff immediately on Fridays, like they just released a statement like, yeah, we're climbing on a plane, the first plane back. Sorry about Saturday. We're not even bothering to play. And I think Munster and Zebra were not far behind. Everyone only managed to leave yesterday, those who could leave, because when I say could leave, I do need to highlight that Cardiff and Munster couldn't leave because they have several players, I think when I say several, like one or two in each squad, who tested positive with one of the Scarlet's players, or Cardiff players, sorry, Cardiff players testing positive for what appears to be the Omicron variant as well. Yeah, so so what someone was saying is this kind of means they probably could have played actually. Yeah, they must probably could have played because they only they it's not like them having not played now decreases the amount of time that they have to spend in quarantine because they missed the Friday deadline anyway. Yeah. So none of those. Yeah. So I don't, I don't... yeah well, actually, lo- looking back. They, they they have quarantine anyway, so they actually might as well just stayed in South Africa yeah, and actually just done what they were meant to do. Yeah, because none of those teams are playing next week now that they've reshuffled. So SA Derbies, you know, our favorite. We love them. We've seen like 500 in the last two years. That's all we've seen. Um, yeah, yeah, SA Derbies are back on oh. schedule. And the four touring sides in SA are essentially on a bye. Hopefully... Well, fuck, I think Cardiff and Munster is probably going to miss the following week as well because they can't fly. Like, I don't know when they're going to be able to fly with these two cats or three or four cats that tested positive. I'm guessing they've left them behind. Just abandoned them. Because they, no, well, those teams, I think if they left, they left today, like just, just as we recorded. They didn't leave on Sunday. Do, do we know? Did they lose their points? They better have lost their fucking points. No, so like as far as I life, could... South Africa team better have got fucking four points for this. So on Rugby Pass's results page, it says those matches are postponed. Okay, okay. 
which is also i think fair it's not cancelled matches where everyone gets a draw it's just postponed which is fine i think if they cancelling the 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 european teams definitely did the cancelling oh definitely they definitely were like oh no we 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 trying we trying to book flights out on like friday morning already yeah no officially you cancelled yeah does this mean the? Does this mean the that Samoa have the whatever the what's it called? Cal, Cal, Cal um, um, no, they didn't play for that. I did see that. They said that basically the match also doesn't count. Samoa doesn't have that. No, no, it does. Samoa has it. Okay. Uh, wait, let me jump to round six. I actually want to. Okay, it doesn't look like. Uh, yeah, they. On the unitedrugby.com, those matches are all listed as postponed, not cancelled. Under their results page as well. I thought I'd verify there. Did you see, actually, that news about the URC, that them and, like, Rock Nation's, like, indie music label have signed, like, a distribution rights deal that the URC is essentially allowed to use all their music for, like, almost no licensing fees. Did you hear any of that? They can play music for free, effectively. Yeah, effectively, the specific music that from that from the Rock Nation sort of specific library. Cool. Yeah, sort of a nice little side news. Um, yeah, let's talk results quickly of the matches that did happen because they did play half a round of rugby this weekend. So. so yeah. Uh, Friday night, so before everything went to shit, Connacht managed to smash the Osprey. I didn't actually see... I, yeah, I missed most of the rugby this weekend, so I'm the worst half of this hosting duo. I think you might be slightly yeah, better than me. Yeah, it was a pretty... I watched some highlights. It was like atrocious weather. Was it? And, yeah, but Connacht were good for a day, like Osprey. Yeah, Connacht managed to... Osprey. Yeah, I think Ospreys are also missing. Um, Ospreys have a fair few Welsh play, uh, Welsh national players, which I think. Yeah, are yeah. So it's sort of the opposite because the the Welsh internationals are sort of spread out amongst their teams, where the mm. Irish ones are sort of heavily condensed in Leinster and then a bit of Munster and like Connor yeah. almost no one. Yeah, so, Conor... so it is sort of yeah. So it is a time where, where Connor would be pretty strong. Yeah. And then Saturday, um, Bennett first game up was Benetton versus Glasgow Warriors. I did see Benetton managed to sneak the win like on like the 78th minute or something with like a penalty. Managed to get the point. Yeah, but I'm guessing this is a, a similar effect where... Well, the fact that they're only two, two teams. No, but I guess in the Benetton. The ben, I think the Benetton. Yeah, I think the Benetton side is more the more diluted of compared to Zebra because I know Zebra. I yeah. think only left Good like Benetton. Well done. Yeah, because I think Zebra only left like four internationals behind in a cup. Because I did read that. I I did find that article. Like they only left like four internationals behind, and the rest of the ones they left behind were injuries. Yeah. So. Anyway, good on, good on Benetton. Yeah. Next um, one. They were it, they were playing in Italy. Uh yeah, Benetton at home. So oh. Stadio Moningo. Next one is Dragons at the Rodney Parade, losing to Edinburgh, fourteen thirty. Oh. Yeah, sorry, I didn't, I didn't catch that. But... Oh, I said Dragons um, lost to Edinburgh. No, no, I didn't, get, I didn't catch the game. I heard what you oh. said. Oh, um, yeah, I missed this one. This one was really just a game that didn't appeal to me at all. I think this could have been one that I would have wa- I had time to watch, but or I you was had around. Time. You just sat watching, the t- watching nothing. Yeah, the TV was just off. I was like, nope, I'm not even going to put it on for this. 
much effort. Yeah. The next one is the one I actually am sad I missed. And that is the Leinster versus Ulster game, where Ulster managed to beat Leinster at home. So, not only yeah, that. Yeah, this is a real, the real super brew killer, this one. Yeah, because not only that, this one had the most ridiculous try by Leinster. With that, that's this game had that header try. Did you see it? Was that Leinster? I'm sure it was. I Leinster. thought that was just some like. No, wasn't that just some random like? No, no I'm sure it was Leinster. Wait, give me a oh. second. He was like, no, we're watching that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Uh, Ant sent a clip to me. Let me see. Uh, obviously they've not tagged anything. No, I'm sure it's Leinster. They obviously removed all the all the signage from the from the screen, you know, to hide copyright. But yeah, I'm sure it was Leinster. Um, yeah, well, if that was that was insane, that joy. It's ridiculous. It is a it is a rule. I, it is a rule. I often think about that a head is not a knock on. Like yeah, how so you can exploit that. Where is the so it's head's not a knock-on, and then below the knee is not a knock-on, right? Knee, knee to chin, knee to neck, or whatever. So yeah, it's is knock-on. Yeah, because yeah, we were discussing. Funny enough, we were discussing it in the office today, and I was like, I'm pretty sure it's pretty much yeah, from like neck down to like knee is counts as a knock-on if it comes forward off you. Arms anywhere on the arm, obviously, but just sort of like the central part. Oh, I lost you there. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Are you there at all, or did I lose you completely? Oh, fuck. There goes. It's my internet that dropped. Fuck. Um, yeah, so I think what I'll do then is say... Are they bad? Oh Christ. Nah. Dropped my phone. I thought they dropped my phone. Yeah. Um, what are you going to say? Okay, so I see you oh, did. Oh. You confirmed yeah. that it wasn't them. It wasn't Leinster. Yeah, so it, was, it wasn't Leinster. Ravens Bridge. Brigand Ravens. I mean, they were playing in Leinster colours, in my defence. But anyway, um, yeah, I think everyone, um, the recording cut out there for a bit. What I'm going to do is say that I think for now, we've pretty much reached the end of it. Hey, Ben? Yeah, uh, thank you. So, yeah. So as good a time as any. So, Ben, thank you for joining me. And yeah, everyone, thank you for listening. I hope it wasn't too difficult and you all managed to tag along for as long as possible. No, if, if we, we listen to this and it's all patchy, too fucking bad. Yeah, no, I think we're not re-recording it. So you get what we get, you get, what you get which is classic Ben and Matt. Sure. Anyway. Well, Anyway, yeah, thanks, Ben. Appreciate you coming back to just quickly say goodbye.